Hello everyone, welcome to Miscellaneous Podcast, I'm your host Candy, And I'm Taylor. And on this podcast, we are miscellaneous, so we don't really know what's going to happen, but we switch off every week with a starter topic just to get the ball rolling. This week, it is Taylor's turn. What's a weird turn of phrase? See, the first one that comes to mind every time, and I want to know its origins, is how the tables have turned. Oh, how the turns have tabled! That's the thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how the turn tables. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I think of, like, every time. <laughs> Um, speak of the devil, and he will appear. What I mean? I mean, it's uh, it's happened enough times it's to me. Enough times that people are like, and speak of the devil. The best defense is a good offense. Wikipedia has like a whole alphabetized mm-hmm. list. Some of them are weird. Like some of the phrases we use, like what does that mean? Like, I don't know, but I know the context, so I kind of do know. Cheese, wine, and friends must be old to be good. What? Wine is really, the older the wine is, the better it is. The older cheese is, the better it is. You have a long time with this friend. They're a better friend. Okay, but I don't like wine or cheese. I like cheese. Specific kinds of cheese. Wine is just gross regardless. And me and you have been friends for 2009, 19, 13 years. Has it only been 13 years? I think if I did my math right, 2019... 2020, 2021, 2022. Hmm. 2009. Yeah. Because we were in ninth grade and we comped schools together. Oh, we were forever. Have we known each other? Have we known about the other person longer than that? Yes. Yeah. We were only forced to become friends because we were the only two females in Woodshop. Forced. We made a choice. We made a dedicated specific. It was one of those. I, I remember walking into the classroom and be like, oh, it's all men. And I was like, well, I, I think it was like the face. third or fourth day because there was like a lot of girls and then there suddenly wasn't. And mm-hmm. I'm too high now. Just turn yourself down just a smidgen. I turn it down. That should that should be good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, re- <laughs> I remember being like, it's all men. That's a face I recognize. <laughs> and then I went over. <laughs> yep. And then like. I will say, like, I feel really blessed to have, like, connected with you and been able to, like, keep mm-hmm. it. Because there are other friends that I had for, like, years and years and years. And then, like, we went different paths. And I haven't talked to her in months. Mm-hmm. Alyssa, I haven't talked to her in months. I'm a... Because I was doing an experiment and I'm like, I should just reach out to her and be like, hey, yo, I still care about you. <laughs> just be aware. I love you. I do love you. Let's see, actually. Um, and the other one, Amy, haven't even, don't even know what's going on in her life. No idea. Although I do remember seeing you looking around at all my friends going, I'm only going to talk to the like, two of you after high school, right? And yeah. it was true. It was <laughs> right. And it was the two people I thought it was. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I'll talk to like two of you. One of them didn't turn out. Just there was a, a lot of weirdness. Mm-hmm. So that one didn't turn out the way I expected. But um, I got you. Yeah, the last time I talked to her was in October. Oh. Yeah. And I sent her a TikTok about a danger noodle and she never responded. Hmm. Of course... I'm not sure how much of that is going... I'm pretty sure she's, like, an atheist now. Yeah. So I don't know how much of that is influencing her being, being to cautious talk to, to talk to you. Yeah. I'm like, do you think I think of you so little that that would affect our friendship? <laughs> like, come on, man. Um. Also, she has limited herself to, like, 30 minutes a day for social media, which I'm like, 
good on for, you for what you remember of her personality like that's a really smart decision yeah no i think i think it's just a good decision she, for like anyone you know in the myers-briggs test which is kind of like an eh, um she was a really rare personality mm-hmm. so the way she processes the world is just very very different from the majority of people including you <laughs> um yeah there are a lot of people with adhd and autism out there so yeah so she she had a rare personality where she processed the world very very differently so when she learned that she was like oh so many answers i remember having a conversation with her because this is back when she finally got to a point where insurance was like a thing that was like hey we've supply therapists i loved when that happened (laughs) so i told her i was like listen i love the fact that you are comfortable telling me all these things and you can load on me i'm a good listener and all that stuff but i'm not a professional I cannot give you the tools on how to navigate this. I can't give you the skills to get yeah. through this. I was like, I love you. I'm so glad to be your listener. I am proud of that. But I can't help you navigate this because <laughs> I am not a professional. I don't know how. And then like three weeks later, she was like, you're right. A therapist is good. And I was like, see? Because a therapist's the whole career point is to help you navigate things. Yeah. I have and a- me and you have incredibly different lives. I don't have multiple personality disorder. Or no, I lied bipolar i don't have bipolar it was like she does not have did i don't have bipolar depression and anxiety all rolled together i don't have that 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 that's what it's by that's it's called manic depressive now but yeah that's what that is it which uh, bipolar is hereditary so it's called manic depressive but yeah yeah um and her mom had it and hasn't last i knew was not treating it yeah so that made their relationship very iffy but um what yeah. I didn't know was that she was like, I'm going to take care of myself. And I was like, good for you. So that manifested in however she decided to do that. Which is good. Which was limiting social media. I was like, I'm damn proud of you because as someone who has a certificate in content marketing, social media is a cesspool and it shall die. Specifically Instagram. I was going to say Twitter, but yeah. Also Twitter. Twitter. So the difference between Tumblr and Twitter is just like mind boggling. Tumblr, you're yelling into the void. Sometimes people, the void responds. And sometimes the void goes, same. <laughs> and Twitter, you yell into the void and people belittle you for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And on TikTok, you yell into the void and people go, heh, that's funny. We're also same. We're also, they yell here's you. a critical opinion. TikTok, I feel like, is a is what, to, was what Twitter should have been, but is like the media version of Tumblr. Is the video version of Tumblr? I think the part of Tum- of Twitter, mm, TikTok that we exist on, feels like Tumblr, but not true. the whole of TikTok. Where we exist on TikTok <laughs> is the video form of Tumblr. Yeah. Because when I start to encroach into the Twitter version of TikTok, I immediately am like, "Get me out of here!" Yeah. I don't, don't want to be here. <sighs> you know what happened to me at Alex's one night? I sent you a Marco Polo about it. I was like, I don't know if this is what you're trying to talk about, so I'm I not going to say anything just in case you um, didn't want to talk about it. How I phrase... So I I usually try really hard to go to the bathroom before I go to sleep because I really freaking hate dreaming about having to go to the bathroom all the time. It's really uh-huh. annoying. And I'm a lucid dreamer, so I'm very aware I'm dreaming all the time. Which means that other people's nightmares are usually my fun adventure dreams. Um, so I'll be like, yeah, I was having this dream. That sounds like a nightmare. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was having a great time. <laughs> Although I was, there was one time, I 
I usually dream about whatever I was watching. Mm-hmm. Unless I have to go to the bathroom, then it's just the whole time of trying to find the bathroom. I found a bathroom, going to the bathroom, it's not relieving me. Like <laughs> it's just a frustrating dream, and I know it's I have to go to the bathroom, but I don't have any control, so I'm just like, I, it's just an endless cycle of trying. And then I'll, like, I'll go to the bathroom like weird places, or it's like the bathrooms are super weird and awkward, like. <laughs> Like, there was one where it's, like, you, I had to go to the bathroom in a shower curtain. It was really weird. Like, my that brain's, like, here's weird. a solution. I'm, like, this is not a solution. <laughs> For whatever reason, you said a shower curtain, and my brain went to, like, excuse me, what? I saw a video. It was, like, Amazon, um, things you need or don't. Um, you know, do you need this, like, double-hooked shower curtain so you can change your inner shower lining every six months and, and i was like <laughs> i know what i'm like so mama cusses said, did you say every six months and someone was like you're supposed to change it mama cusses is like i've had the same one since 2006 we just spray it down with some um lime lysol oil. get some lime oil on there it's fine lysol just you can throw that sucker in the washer it's plastic i'm not throwing it away i'm gonna keep it as long as it'll go <laughs> yeah Anyways, um, I had a dream once where I was watching, right before I went to bed, I was watching Achievement Hunter Boys play on uh, Sea of Thieves, and they were fighting the Megalodon. It was like an hour and a half video. It was great fun. And so my dream, I was in, and before, right before I went to bed, I, I watched that video again about Rosie the Shark mm-hmm. and the abandoned whatever it is, and her water's all murky green. Mm-hmm. So in my dream, I was fighting the Megalodon, and the water was that color. <laughs> and I'm a lucid dreamer. So I would be holding my breath, and then I would start breathing, and be like, oh, I'm breathing in water, and then my brain would go, it's because you held your breath in real life, and your body forced you to breathe, which is why you had that sudden. <laughs> but I was underwater for all of that dream, so when I woke up in the morning, my rib cage was so sore. Yeah, because I... Because of the force of me holding in my breath and straining. I was sore for like two days. I've just reached that point in pregnancy where I have to wake up and sit up so I can roll over. Oh. But not because of like my belly's too big, but because like when I'm laying down my hip pain, if I move wrong, it feels like my body's going to tear itself in half. Mm. Um, yeah. Which is something that I had with my second baby. have a child number 75. No. 910. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, I am a lucid dreamer. Yeah. So I was having a dream where I was going to the bathroom, and it's like I got home, and it was like, finally, a real bathroom. And I went to the bathroom, and my eyes snapped open because I was like, that did not feel like a dream. <laughs> I rushed to the I piddled a little bit. I call it a piddle because only my underwear was wet. Mm-hmm. But I was still like, what? Oh, bitch, I'm 28. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I was like, what? But still, my brain was like, I'm loosened enough that I was like, that is not what it feels like to go to the bathroom in a dream. That was real. That was real life. Wake up now. <laughs> so at four in the morning, I washed my underwear and threw it in the dryer. Yeah. And then because the washer, I was staying at my sister's house and I woke her up before. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I had an issue. I was like, I need, she's like, do you need what's in the dryer? And I was like, yes, it's my only pair of underwear. <laughs> I need it for work tomorrow. I'm not going to the warehouse. Come on now. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We're, we're potty training 1.0. Mm-hmm. And so I read Oh Crap Potty Training. And it's been really helpful. It's been a really nice, like, guide. And the one thing the author says is once they're comfortable going to the potty with or without prompting, pee and poop, put them in pants or a skirt. However, no underwear for at least a month. And I was like, okay, why? And then author goes on to explain that, like, 
you are training them out of a habit they've had their entire lives of just peeing wherever they are. Mm. So you don't want to activate that habit by having something tight to their body. Mm. And I was like, oh. Because they go, this is different. They don't, though, because in their brain, it's something that will contain the boop and contain the pee. And it's like there's enough pressure where they're used to it. Or it will make their pants wet. Or like when they poop, if they accidentally poop in their pants, it's going to feel weird. Mm -hmm. So it's going to signal to their brain oh, no, this is a new thing. We can't this, do this, this here. This is uncomfortable. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, so you're just helping, because, like, the author's like, you're not training them how to go pee and poop. They know how to do that. You're just training them where to put it now. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a good way of putting that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, okay. So. Ooh, ee, ooh, I don't I, have I, any more, but ding, I did for years. Ding. It was a reoccurring... Bing, bing. Are you okay there? No. Kind of. Picked a thought, grabbed onto it, and got to finish it. No, 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 no. I got, like, hooked off stage by that song in my brain, and I was like, we're just going with it. When that da- last dance was on stage, and I was like, yeah! Um, I was going somewhere, and I got distracted by you. Was I doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I had this reoccurring dream. Actually, I'm eventually going to write a book on it. Um, I am a thief. Cop a thief! <laughs> Cop named Tony. Me and him are pals. I'm, like, a parkour awesomeness person. And literally for about seven years, it would pick up where it left off. This dream. Once mm. a year, I'd have it. It's great fun. Um, and I was like, the first time I had it, I was on the rooftop, like, running from some people. And I was like, super parkour awesome. I remember telling my mom, she's like, that sounds like a nightmare. And I was like, but but I was parkour awesome, mom. It was, I was in control. I was, I was parkour awesome, mom. Do you not understand? And I remember once, and it was just like constantly running away from, I don't remember what they wanted. I knew they were bad. And that while I was a thief, cop guy was a good cop guy. Mm-hmm. And I remember every time he would capture me, he'd figure a way to break out. It was great fun. And I, like, continued the story. And one day, one time, the people caught me. And they were like, your father knew all these things. And I was like, oh, he did? No. Like, <laughs> go on. I know. Go on. <laughs> there is just fun recurring stories. Although I will say that while I am a lucid dreamer, there's only been one time where I've managed to wake myself up. Uh-huh. Maybe more, well, more than once, but one that I vividly remember. Um, it was Nightmare Before Christmas themed, and I was running from this cart with these horses. They were coming after me. I was running. I was like, I don't like this dream. I want to wake up now. And it was like a lot of effort, uh-huh. because literally I'm forcing part of my brain to wake up here. And the corner of the world rolled up. Like, just went full on cartoon, rolled up, and I could see my rainbow bedspread from when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And then I got tired of flopping down. That's and then I was weird. like, ah, and I rolled up, and I got one more time before the carriage thing almost got me. And then it rolled up, and I remember, like, in bed, like, being all, whoa, delirious kind of thing. But yeah. I forced myself awake because I didn't like my dream. I was like, I don't like this. I'm changing. Yeah. I can fly. It requires so much concentration, though, and exhausts the hell out of me. And I usually need something, like, I need a magic carpet or a broom or something. I can't just, like, fly, fly. You need an object. I need an object. But it's so exhausting to fly. I don't know. Mm. I don't often remember I my dreams. I also know that if I'm tensed up because I'm about to crash into something, because I get an adventure dream, if I force my body to relax, I'll wake up. Huh. And then I go back to sleep, and then my dream just... And usually if I go back to sleep fast, then my dream continues. Something else. <sighs> Water's interesting, though. Because I know that I'm dreaming, but I still hold my breath anyways. 
And then I take the big, <gasps> oh yeah, I'm dreaming, I can breathe underwater. <laughs> I just hear my kids hit that breath when they're like, I haven't had water in too long. <laughs> and then they're immediately back on the water. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I will say, there is one dream, I can't remember it. Mm-hmm. Because I asked God to take that one away because it was that horrifying. Oh. Um, right before it, though. Because when you're lucid enough, you know what things will wake you up or will change. Uh-huh. So you're just used to happening. So the one before it, I have no idea. Because I remember waking up and be like, holy, like that was... No, no, no. I lied. So the one before it, I was on a ship. It was a really large ship. And we were like two ships together about to crash. And the waves are huge, about to crash into each other. There's a little girl in front of me and she fell off. <laughs> And was going to land on the deck in front of me. I was like, oh, that's going to be bad. The dream will shift before that, before she hits, because it normally does. Didn't. <gasps> Watched her splatter on the deck, and I was like, what the hell, brain? <laughs> why, why didn't you wake up like you, or change the dream like you normally do? Why did I have to watch that? And then the thing that happened after was so, I know it was violent and gory, and I have like a color flash in my memory about it. But when I woke up, I was like, God, I don't like that one. Take that away. And I don't have any idea what it is. It was gone the minute, the minute I prayed for that. That one was gone. And I was like... What a blessing. But like... I know. It's so immediate. But I know... But like for it to freak me out that bad that I was like absolutely do not want to retain that memory. Yeah. I don't know. Like it makes me go, what the heck was it? But also like, thank God it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad, bad. And I don't have nightmares very often. Mm, like the last nightmare I had was weird... And it was only a nightmare because I died. Okay, <laughs> so, like, I'm in this clinic getting a shot. And then this, my nurse turns out to be a zombie. And I'm, like, running away through this clinic. And then I suddenly end up in a swamp in a dilapidated, built-up home that apparently had electricity. Because I plugged in a hairdryer after I'd, like, Dream kicked the zombie <laughs> off of the platform that I was on into the water. And then I hucked... I was going to huck the hairdryer in, because apparently it had a long enough cord. But then, for some reason, the zombie was suddenly behind me, and I was in the water holding the hairdryer and was getting electrocuted to death. <laughs> Which, I mean, electrocution. Being electrocuted means you died. But, like, that's another weird thing. If you're electrocuted, I think it's because uh, you're electrocuted, it means you fully died. If you drown, it's because you died. Like, you have to die to technically have drowned. Mm-hmm weird it always bothers me when people say drowned it and i'm like that's not how you know well the one that bothers me but i don't know like is hanged versus hung mm. yeah i hanged it there and like no you hung it there no if you are being if your life is ending that's because like of hanging hanged versus yes. an object cannot be hanged a no person but you, a be person must be hanged an object must be hung. Mm-hmm. That's probably why. It's, that English is so weird. Like, why does that matter? I don't know. But it matters because, like, but our I will brains say, go, no, no, no. I will say, as soon as I learned the difference between record and record is where we put the, 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 accent. the accent for whether it's a verb or a noun. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, duh! Which is, like, it's not something you really think about, but, uh, again, that was a Tumblr post. <laughs> The difference between contract and contract. Yeah. And non-native English speakers were like, what? And then they show them and they go, oh, the code has been unlocked. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, yeah. Because so, contract is a verb. 
one of my night I call it a nightmare because the other ones were demon related so uh the first one I was like I don't know seven or eight mm-hmm. I was on my mat all of my family were on our mattresses on a river of lava and there was a giant it was like a giant dome tunnel thing okay and at the end of the tunnel was a lava fall with a lip of the tunnel coming out like I don't know a good like 10 feet or something uh-huh and my raft, my mattress raft, had me and my dog Chauncey on it. Chancellor. Um, so we got caught in the lip, and then I watched everybody else go over. <gasps> so I woke up to my dad waking me up, and I was, like, sobbing. Oh. That's, like, my first nightmare I can remember. Oh. That's, like, the only, like, actual nightmare. The other ones are, like, demon-related because attack me, I guess. <laughs> So we Do you had remember a- that when ninth grade when I was like weirdly jumpy for a month? No. Mm-hmm. I believe you that it happened. I don't have any distinct memories of like realizing that was happening though. Yeah, because again, we were probably brand new friends at that point, so you're probably like, I don't know if this is normal behavior of your person. That's. A, I was just thinking. I was like, in ninth grade, I we would still be like sussing each other out and mm-hmm. figuring out like what was, it was normal. Really, the second half of the school year, we were like, we're friends now. Yeah, uh, it was the second half because the first half there were a lot of girls, and we came in like that first January day, mm-hmm. and there was you and I, and I was like, hi, <laughs> we're gonna be friends now. <laughs> um. And then we'll crack our skulls to signify your best friendship. (laughs) I can't think about it too hard. (laughs) Both of us just rub our heads. (laughs) That's fantastic, man. Oh, it gets me every time. I swear my skull remembers. (laughs) It's just like a trauma response. It's fine. It's fine. The body keeps score. Um. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was weirdly jumping for a month. That first dream, though. I was definitely drifting in my relationship with God, which I think opened up a lot of doors that should not have been opened. Because, mm. um, and I also, I also remember being how baffled I felt waking up when it was pure sunshine. Hmm. And being like, no, it should be darkness and death because it freaked the hell out of me. Arguably. So, I don't remember how the dream started, but I was with two people, which I believe were angels. Okay. And I could feel something was wrong. Have you ever felt demonic present? Yes. I chose not to roll over and I went to sleep so I didn't have to deal I, with it. You feel something. There, there was like, it It felt like darkness and evil incarnate and it's like staring you between like you my shoulder blades. Around, but you're like, if I turn around, I might actually see something and I don't want to see I something. was literally laying in bed being like, there's something standing in my room. It's not corporeal. I'm going to sleep now. Like, mm-hmm. consciously making that choice. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> hello. One of my favorite tropes is noping your way out of the situation. Nope. <laughs> it was immediately Which, I like. I swear I want Andrew to do that at some point in the book. Hey, Lord, I may be, but no. <laughs> noping your way out of the situation. Top favorite trope. It's not used enough, which is why when I find it, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so in the dream. Um, um, we're on top of a building. We run down the stairs, and again, it's like dream. So it's like weird, disjointed. Like the house is the house, but not really because it's missing sections. Like, we got from the roof to the stairs in like six steps. Oh wow! To the floor. So, anyways, I'm almost to the bottom of the stairs. Something grabs me on my shoulders, uh-huh. like tight, shaking me. And I turn around, and it's like weird static. You know, TV static. It's like y- yeah, gray. snow. T- it's called snow. 
TV snow, more gray, and the eyes were like a gross milky white. Ooh. And I was like, and that's when my brain goes, this is not a dream. Like, this is not a dream. And, I, and it was like, totally had a hold of me, was shaking me. And the two people were with our, were like, say Jesus, say Jesus, say Jesus. <laughs> then I was like, Jesus. And then I woke up with literal marks on my shoulders. Oh, man. Full on, like, shaky, yeah. terrified. And it was full sun, and I was like, what? No, it is not. And then I went out and found my mom in the living room, just like burst into tears. Oh. And mom started praying for me. And mom was pissed. Arguably, like. like, Because she was pissed because she was like, not only. She's like, he went after you in your sleep when you're most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And in my home. I know. And in my home. And that's when I started reading and praying every single night for like three years. Mm -hmm. The second time Mm -hmm. I had a demon dream. A little more confident on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I was walking up the front doors into my house, opened the door, and immediately I was like, oh, this isn't a dream. There's bad things in this Shut house. Shut the door. <laughs> so I went into the house, stared down the hallway, and it was dark, and I knew it was in there. So, so I just started yelling at it. I was like, I am a child of God. You can't hurt me. And I was like, and in Jesus' name, I can send you back to hell, and the devil will laugh. And I was like, and the more I yelled and insulted at it, like, because uh-huh. it was like, it was trying so hard to keep me from talking. I had to, like, force the words out. Okay. And it was, like, contracting on my chest and everything. The more I talked, the easier it was. Finally, I was, like, full-blown, like, screaming at it. Because I, I was like, oh, God, this is scary. And then I was, like, pissed. Arguably, I, I would was be pissed. I was infuriated. I was like, I I was like, you got me once. Okay? Yeah. I, hello? I was like, do you know who's on my side? Do you? Are you dumb? <laughs> I was like, I was well, like, so... It makes me think of the, of the story of Moses after... Um, Jehovah has left his presence and then Satan comes be like son of man worship me um, and he's like, like who are you like, you dumb <laughs> like I've seen Jehovah you ain't got you nothing <laughs> you basic I was like pit- and I woke up like fuming I've called it. We need to title this Idioms and Calling Satan Basic. (laughs) (laughs) Dreams and Basic Satan. (laughs) And then the third dream. um, I was dreaming and I was like flying around. It was a small. It's back in my old room. Mm -hmm. The not the first one. The second room I had. The green one with the the leaves in the. That's the first room. This next one where I was in the basement. Oh, in the corner. Yeah. Okay. The littler basement room. They're both pretty big, so I wouldn't have even caught it. I use the comparison to where you grew up. They're pretty big. I I had the I used to have the biggest room in my house. Now I have the second <laughs> biggest room. Mom and dad remodeled. Now I have the second biggest room. Um. Anyway, so I was like floating around. There's this little tornado in the corner behind the door, mm-hmm. and I went into it, and I was like, "Oh, that's a demonic presence." And I woke up staring at the corner, and I was like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> I was like, "You leave right now. Get out." <laughs> And open, I opened up my Bible and I was like, in spite, I'm not weak to say. <laughs> the fourth time I was having experience, I was wide awake. I was not okay with that one. Yeah. The only one I remember is being wide awake and being like, I'm just not gonna roll over. I'm gonna not deal with this. <laughs> I'm gonna nope my way out. Uh, I was doing homework. It was like, I don't know, I was around again. It was like, ah, kitty cat, go. Oh, not on there. Come on. Come, come Do you way. want me to put that up? Yeah. Just so it's, you know. 
He bullet. stepped in a bomb. Oh. Come this way. Come this way. Not on the computer, but I will gladly participate with you not on the computer. Please. Okay. Um, I was wide awake, doing homework, mm-hmm. and when I started feeling it, I just blasted praise music. Mm. Wasn't doing enough mm. because I was like, I'm okay. Just praying a little bit, blast praise music, and then it freaked me out because I felt it move behind me to the point where I turned around. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm dead. And I was like, mom, dad, burst into tears. I'm scared. And when I went in there, and they went back. And mom was like, what's the matter? And I told her what was happening. I didn't realize how loud it was. I literally cranked it up as loud as it would go. Oh, wow. And I didn't know it was that loud. Because I was, like, freaking out. And I was scared that time because I was wide awake. Yeah. I haven't had one since. That's good. But I was still, like, four times, man. That's... Leave me. (laughs) (laughs) I only have the one time that I remember. It's Mm -hmm. very possible that I've had more encounters. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I... The more... I learn about humans, the more I'm like, we totally know more than we think, and auras are a thing. <laughs> like, the magnetic field of my body is bigger than my body, so I can feel when someone moves behind me, because you're disrupting my atoms. <laughs> my spirit bubble is extending, and you entered it, hello? <laughs> we got a spirit bubble, but, like, yeah, like, um, aura... Like, even if they can take pictures, like, energy pictures, like, just, like, with um, scientific equipment to just see, like, how far energy extends off your body. Mm -hmm. Because electricity is what we run on. Mm -hmm. And you can tell, it's typically, let's see, six, six inches off your body. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can. Quite a bit. Yeah. You you can tell when someone moves behind you. Mm -hmm. So, when I say it crossed shoulders, like. Literally, like, you know when you feel like someone about to touch you and your back does the weird, like, ooh, thing? Yeah, because what, you're, you're disrupting my atoms. That's what I felt like. And I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I tried to be a dope about this. I'm a child. I want my mom and dad. That's fair. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. 1.0 ended up in my bed the other night because we had, we had a thunderstorm. It was a Dude, big was a one. big thunderstorm. So I woke, it woke me up. And then I was like, oh, I have to pee. And then it woke 2.0 up. And then 1.0 climbed in bed with me. Mama, I'm scared. And I was like, oh, I understand that. It's a big, loud, scary noise. And then I explained, I was like, the clouds, they're just raining and they have too much energy. So they make lightning and lightning makes thunder. And so it's just really loud. So my parents were like, yeah, God's just having a bowling party. <laughs> see, I don't know. And I my just little like, went, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I find that just giving him, like, the very basic, like, scientific answer answers his question enough. Like, he wasn't scared after that. He just, like, slept in bed with me all night. Mm-hmm. That like that awesome. mom who's got the little boy Jonah and whatever his older mm-hmm. sister's name. She's a really good mom. I was telling my mom about this. She's like, you would be a good mom. And I was like, I don't care. She's like, I know, but you would be a good mom. Yeah. Yeah, you would. I had a my one of my friends when I worked at Michael's. She's like, oh, yeah, I don't like kids. She's like, I have two. I like my kids. I don't like anybody else's kids. <laughs> she was like, it was, she's a me and my husband talked for a really long time. Because both of us were like, I don't really like kids. Do we want kids? Do we want kids? Would we like our own kids? I think we'd like our own kids. So they had their first kid, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm obsessed with my kid. All y'all other kids can F off. But my kid? My kid. <laughs> she was like, it was weird to be like, I'm obsessed with my child, but all other children get away from me. <laughs> so she's like, which made it really hard when your kid makes friends. <laughs> I struggle with other people's parenting choices, is mm-hmm. what I struggle with. Um, 
because I, I know somebody who, like, they have hardcore ADHD. They're just learning this, and so they're unmedicated. And watching her parent sometimes gives me PTSD like flashbacks mm. because my mom had undiagnosed ADHD, no skills, no tools, mm-hmm. no help with that, nothing. Wasn't aware that she needed therapy. Yeah, didn't didn't know she needed therapy. Didn't know she had ADHD. Didn't know she had autism. <laughs> so I call. I don't know if I told you this one, but I called my mom and I was like, "Hey, mom, did it ever occur to you that the reason you hated the table being dirty was because you had sensory issues?" Oh yeah, and she's like, <gasps> "Oh no!" I watched a light go out of her eyes, and then she got really mad, and I was like, "Also, I think I'm an ADHD autism combo." And she like paused, and she's like, "I could see in her face of like, if you are." I am. And then she started because thinking through like, it more. my medical knowledge because that's hereditary. <laughs> but then she also has a brother who's diagnosed with Asperger's. And then her other brother doesn't have a diagnosis, but we're almost positive. Mm-hmm. Like, we're pretty positive that he's on the spectrum as well. And she's like, hmm, my life would have been better had I known. And I was like, yeah, you would have had more skills, more tools. Mm-hmm. I love the response of like, why does this whole generation need therapy? Because you didn't go to therapy. <laughs> Which means I have to go. Literally, my mom's like, you're such a better mom than I was at that point. And I was like, it's because I went to therapy, mom. You went to therapy and became a better mom. Like. She's like, we have a relationship now because you went to therapy, mom. Mm, we had a relationship before she went to therapy, but our relationship got easier on both we, sides. We have a friend relationship now. Because you're. Yeah. Because I hate the. When your parents go, I'm not your friend, I'm your parent. Don't tell your kids that. Because they think you are their friend. You're their first friend. Don't ruin that for them. Yeah. I'm not always because a good friend, but I work on it. some kids, unfortunately, are going to get bullied like hell, so they're going to need their parents to remind them that not everybody hates them. Yeah. I will say that I don't know, because I was never a victim of bullying. Um, I wasn't, but the sister right underneath me was. Mm-hmm. I was that that older sister. You were who the would, sister who would have gone to juvie for her when you found out what was going on. You were like, wow. I walked across. So I don't. You didn't go to a traditional elementary school, but in at a traditional elementary school here in the states, like you've got the big playground for like the third grade through sixth grade, which is like the eight year olds to like the twelve year olds. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the little one for all the littler Old kids. Enough, the five-year-olds are going to get injured. Yeah, but also the equipment's bigger, just because mm-hmm. bigger kids. Um, and then the day I found out she was getting bullied, I took myself, which was probably at least a quarter of a mile from the big playground to the little playground, to be like, you need to stop. <laughs> yes. Did I resent my sister for a lot of reasons that I had not, uh, that I did not, wasn't able to process until I was 28? Yes. But no one else was allowed to be mean to her. <laughs> like You're like, I'm her big sister, and I will be protective big sister. Mm-hmm. You're like, I was also mom for a little bit. That was later. That was later. Because but- both my parents were in school mm-hmm. at the same time. My mom was in nursing school, which according to the Guinness Book of World Records, is the hardest degree. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Because doctors can specialize. Nurses have to know everything. Yeah. But they also have, like, the hardest tests mom, for their degree. Mom remembers a nurse that she worked with where she would go home most nights and update herself on all the current medicine. She was the know-it-all nurse in a way that, like, if it, you had a question, she knew the answer to. 
because medicine moves and changes so fast mm-hmm. the minute there was an update she'd go home and study it yeah because her she was true to her core of i am here to save lives which means i need to know as much as possible i need to know what's happening mm-hmm. and how to fix it and my mom really admired her because she was like this woman has been in nursing for like 30 years and knows everything <laughs> and that nurse was the one that told my mom she's like no you go up there and you get that doctor and pull him down here by the ear if you need to to treat this person. I, uh... Because that nurse was the one that told her, I was like, no, 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 doctors don't run shit in hospitals. No. You do. Yeah. She's like, you're the one who is constantly in contact with the patient. If something is wrong and you have to go up there and physically drag him down, you physically drag him down here. So I've seen a funny video on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It was like new resident yells at charge nurse of i know i'm the doctor i know what i'm doing and everyone in the room goes "Ooh, that brother's floating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was like oh no no that's one thing about Grey's anatomy that i wish they would have focused hardcore on the nurses mm-hmm. er the nurse show before that is actually like surprisingly accurate hmm. and really is like you can't do shit without nurses. No. <laughs> Doctors specialize. Nurses know everything. Well, like, specifically, because, like, OB is what's on my mind lately. Um, your nurse is the biggest determining factor on whether or not you end up in a C-section. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a C-section with 1.0. That was not because of the nurse. Like, I, I ended up in the C-section to save 1.0's life. Mm-hmm. Because we'd started Pitocin. I remember that nurse was like, listen... Don't freak out. She's like, she was trying to roll me to get his heart rate back up. Um, Infants in utero should be about 160. And he'd been holding it like 140. Started Pitocin within about five minutes, five, 10 minutes. He was at 40, Mm -hmm. which is dangerous for anyone, but especially an unborn infant. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, you can't see it in my face right now, but I'm freaking out because we need to get him out of you. I turn, I like shift over and I look at the baby monitor and his heart rate's at 40. And I'm like, let's go. I was in a C-section within probably seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And so she saved his life. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. And then she came back. Was like, we're going to internalize this and deal with it in a couple years. <laughs> no, no. The trauma wasn't from having 1.0. The trauma was from surgery. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I figured out with my therapist. But she came back when, when she was on shift, like, two days, two, three days later. She came and found me up in the NICU with 1.0 and, like, checked on me because she was so concerned. Mm-hmm. This is her- I have two friends that went to the nursing field. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because it really changed my opinion of them as people. Okay. Because, like, I already thought of them as good people, but I never considered their actual drive because both of them did the accelerator. Um, one of them's, she's got, what did she say, five more classes left? Oh, wow. And they're both doing the two-year. Oh. So they're doing the really massively accelerated course. Yeah. And one of them was like, I knew she was smart and everything, like, you know, cheerleader, yay. Because if you want to be on the cheer team, you have to have good grades. Uh-huh. You have to. Also, cheer team, like, they are hardcore as F, man. Yeah. They work real hard. Yeah. Um, but we don't recognize it because they're women. Which means they don't have the proper safety equipment. They do it anyways, so and they, they do it better. they a lot of injuries that are actually really hardcore. Yeah. And really scary. Um, hey, hey. Because it's basically, they're, gy- they're literal gymnasts, okay? I don't know where it is. I know they're gymnasts. Sorry. We we have a like cover for our little our iPad mini that we let the boys use. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the iPad is, but I found the cover. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So when she did the accelerated program, I was like, oh, 
I'm sorry that I had an unconscious thing that you, like, not that you weren't smart, but I was like, that you're way smarter than me <laughs> and way more freaking dedicated because I, I had an English program, okay? Yeah. I have an English degree. Yes, it's a lot of work, but it is no, it's not even in the same ballpark as the word hard for the nursing program, okay? Yeah. I was like, my level of respect for you just skyrocketed. And then my other <laughs> friend, who literally was like high school and done, mm-hmm. she saw Shauna do it and she's like, oh, I think I want to do that too. She, she's, she's been in like nursing stuff. Uh-huh. Not being a full nurse, but like in like she's a secretary for like a doctor's office or. She's been in, she's been, she's been medical, medical field stuff. adjacent. Yes. And I think she really was like, I love helping people uh-huh. and I want to do more. And that's what you do is you get a nursing degree so you can do more. And she's doing it too. And wow. like, because it's nursing, she has lost a lot of weight because of all the movement. Yeah. And when I saw her, I was like, you look fantastic. She's like, oh my God, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so in, after having 2.0, mm-hmm. I had, so I had him at like three in the morning and then was it no? Was it my first baby or my second baby? It was my second baby. Second baby. Um, at one point, my the new charge nurse came on shift. Oh, was it first baby? Either way, at one point the charge nurse came on shift. Charge nurse came on shift. Came in to say hi, and I was like, we like looked at each other, and then she like looked at my chart, and then she like looked back at me, and I'm like just staring at her, and I was like, I feel like I know you. I did. We went to high school with her. And she was my charge nurse for the night. And I was like, fabulous. How are you doing? She's like, really good. I just got married. I was like, congrats. I'm having a baby. <laughs> like, clearly I'm having a child. <laughs> second baby. It was totally the second baby. Well, do you remember her name? Katie. She was blonde. Um, she existed in a bigger body. Um, Bell, but... We floated in very different circles. So mm-hmm. it would make sense if you didn't remember her. It's weird. I feel like I... I didn't know everybody in high school, but it's like... I think she might have been in choir. Okay. Or if not choir, then band. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Because the name Katie rang a bell, but I like couldn't put it to anything. She might have been friends with Amber. Mm. Miss Amber. She was awesome. <laughs> Dude, that trip, that last senior trip that your parents were like, eh. Anyways. No, no, no. Okay. To that point, I did not bring it up. Oh. Because, again... Both of my parents were in college. Like, in high school? Yeah. Your parents were going to school while we were in high school? Yeah. Oh. But but you have to think, my parents didn't come from a very like great starting point. They didn't have a, like any parental support and when they got married. my parents were like 20 years born, so. Yes. So there was that age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when my parents were finally ready to go back... Maybe not my senior year. I know at least one of my parents Basically, was in school. Basically, you just like, I don't want to ask him for money we don't have. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was, I made the choice because I mm-hmm. was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah, just going to stay that here. That was the trip I realized Camille was a one day friend and I, and I didn't <laughs> like her. <laughs> she, and that's when I realized she's very heavily influenced by people she's interacting with. Yeah. And I realized that Amber was a fantastic friend. Well, so I was looking at those idioms and there was one that I hadn't heard before, but that made a lot of sense. And it was, show me who your friends are, and I will show you who you are. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's... Because hmm. I don't have any friends that cause drama in my life. So. <laughs> I don't either. I used to. And okay, then... that's a lie. My friends don't cause drama with other people. Their drama 
exists I've, because I we're people. I drama in your life. Like, yeah. just naturally occurring. Yeah. Versus I am causing the drama on purpose. Yeah. One of those friends that used... When she first moved here, she was super cute, innocent, and then something happened to her. And then I was like, I don't... I will be nice to you. I will be cordial to you. I'll be, mm-hmm. It'll be fun hanging out with you. But I don't want to be friends on that level because I do not need that in my life. And then she was like, hey, I'm going to hurt two of your really close friends. And I was like, okay. We can't be on that level. Yeah, I told you what she did to Haley, right? I think so, but remind me. Haley was like, hey, I'm really liking this guy. We really like each other. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's the end of us. Okay, but like, because of who I am. One of them I was being petty about. That one I was being like, I can't. No, no, valid. Mm -hmm. Because of who I am, like, Avery and I had only been married like a year, and we're driving home. He's driving on, um, we're coming down a hill on the freeway, and it's raining and it's dark, and I look at him and I go, when I die, I want to be turned into a tree. And he's like, why are we talking about this right now? (laughs) You're like 20. And I was like, I just need you to know. (laughs) Like, I still want to be a tree. I want Um, that in my will. I want to be a tree. Because I was like... It's, I would rather go visit a tree mm-hmm. than a stone. Um, well, there's a few I mean, different, I want like, a placard to be like, hey, this tree's me. <laughs> it's not me. I get to exist with God. The atoms that made up this body, they okay, live in this tree now. My flesh suit is not a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be remembered as such because I love trees. <laughs> the other one that I'm really interested in is uh, Terra, not terrascaping, terraforming. Mm. So they essentially put you in with a lot of um like you, organic material say basically you become mulch yeah yeah for like, like, like you're supposed to yeah and then plant a tree in me mm-hmm. do it i do like the sim- sentimentality though of people getting ashes hardened into diamond yeah i don't but like I'd rather the, do that with my dog thing. yeah i don't like the um ecological impact of cremation mm. and i don't like the the reason why I don't want to do an open casket is because that is the clearest memory of my having my grandpa, and I'm like really upset about it. Also, like death kind of traumatized me as a child, so. See, and I was like, I'd rather be cremated, and then I was like, wait, I can be a tree. I want to be a tree. I want to be a tree. <laughs> I want to be a tree, man. Yeah, but then I was like, lately I've been thinking, you know what? If Avery died, I wouldn't remarry. I would just find a woman that I trust who mm-hmm. also. Like, wants Wait, to live together and help raise kids? I was like, me and you, and be the two old ladies in the house. Yeah. Kids are going to come over and visit with their grandkids, and we'll be like, what's up? And then their kids are going to have questions, you're like, no. <laughs> we were both married to men. <laughs> are you, are you together? We live together. Are you in love? <laughs> oh my gosh, they were roommates. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, we are roommates. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be like, no, we just live together, because we've been best friends for... 50 plus years. Mm-hmm. She my soulmate. The love this of my life the- died. So I get to live with my soulmate now. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a, um, what was the same thing? I made you lose your thoughts. Or as you also like to say, must have been a lie. <laughs> must have been a lie. And the other one is, got nothing in my brain. Um... Oh, yeah. So, part two, Stranger Things season four. First season and this season, best thing of Stranger Things. The first season was definitely, like, old school 90s adventure kids movie with, like, actual legitimate horror. You mean 80s? Yes. 
Because it was like, it's not 90s, that's 80s. Yeah, definitely 80s. Um, so it was like, this is awesome. Me and my mom watched the whole first season, stayed up to 5 in the morning oh. doing it. You need to take your feet off of the book. (laughs) 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 Cautiously moved a heel and I just pushed the button. Um, I was talking. Oh, yeah. So then part two came out. Netflix had a mini crash because so many people were watching it. But I was talking to a boyfriend and I was like, hey, I was like, are you ready for it? And he's like, yes, I am. He was like, there's going to die. And I was like, no, no, no. No one can die. Well, except for Mike. Mike can die. (laughs) rude uh, it is rude but mike's just being anno- an annoying prick so far and i'm just like mm. but also like he's a little tiny child like i get it yeah it's your first was... relationship and she's a literal superhero i was also annoyed annoying mm. Mm. in high school and she was like you can't even say it mike and i was like oh that's a big one mike it's a big one because she says love L on all of her letters and he just says from Mike which I mean but also like you have to think that he had a really traumatizing childhood I know and like it's not fair to impose the expectation on someone without having discussed it with them I know so I was like I get it I do and he was actually doing a valiant effort to be like no 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 like I really freaking care for you Mm -hmm. like you were the most important person to me and I was like I get it Mike it's not what she wants. <laughs> and this is the first time you're actually having a good... And it's hard because they're long distance by, like, several states. Yeah. So I was like, I get it. It's back in the 80s. All you have is a pen and a paper. And a phone. But... And a phone, which he didn't use. But also, I'm like, you're a tiny child. This is first relation. You don't know what the heck you're doing. <laughs> what you have is your parents' marriage to base it off of, and your dad and mom seem very uninterested in one another. Yeah. So, by all accounts, you think you're doing pretty damn well. <laughs> yeah. And then Ella lows on you, and you're like, oh. And I was like, welcome to an adult relationship, sort of. Because you're both children. And Ella has had an incredibly traumatizing childhood. Yeah. And is barely learning what a healthy relationship is. Hard times, man. Mm-hmm. I just, I, if I do not get a freaking Hopper L reunion, I'm a riot. That man is her father. No, I Because so- she has this guy that she calls Papa. Uh-huh. And I just keep thinking, um, oh, that was good. I just keep thinking, he may have been your daddy, but he, he may he have been, been your father, father wasn't, he, wasn't your daddy. He ain't your daddy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she loves him so much. Cause she even did, like, we're talking about her historical heroes, and she did her dad. Mm-hmm. She thought he died, but he's not dead. No, I, uh. It's just generation reason. I'm at the point, like, I just watched so little TV that I turned on Multiverse of Madness. And you're like, what's happening? No, no, I've watched it all. Multiverse of Madness is an A film. I liked the multiversal part of it. I don't like what they did to Wanda. Like, I'm really pissed off about what they did to Wanda. Wanda was incredibly traumatized. She was already traumatized. We went through WandaVision. She dealt with her trauma. Like She did not deal with trauma. She dealt with the fact that I am grieving and I took it out on a bunch of people. That's not okay. And instead of like, you know, fully healing with it, she grabbed the dark book and went insane. I still don't like it. With the effort to get her kids. I don't like it. But how, it was the it was a conflicting emotion of like, I don't like what they're doing to window. Fuck them up, Wanda. <laughs> like, get them! Get them! But also, the reason why, I don't, Dr. Strange himself has zero character development. Yeah! He does not grow. He does not change. He is the same person as when he started. 
that might be why i don't like it mm-hmm. that's but why like, it's so unsatisfying i <laughs> avery like asked me about it he's like hey did you watch multiverse of madness and i was like yeah i did he's like oh like you chose that and i was like yeah i put it on he's like oh okay because that's how little i watch tv <laughs> so i haven't seen Lord, Thor: love and thunder for a great thing so i haven't watched it i will I'll say no way home eventually. i still haven't seen it it was everything <laughs> i haven't seen the last two spider-mans for whatever reason so you haven't seen his origin the I'm, next one and then that one i saw the first one okay so you haven't seen the last two oh, okay last two is in the two that came out most recently yeah and my brain went you haven't seen all three of them what correct i have not seen all three of them <laughs> <laughs> um because in the second one him and mj are adorable because she's like, I know you're Spider-Man. And he's like, no, what? Nah. And then something happens. He goes, okay, I'm Spider-Man and I need your help with something. Uh. <laughs> and then she was like proud of herself because she figured it out. Um, I have lost my phone. And then. I had it. Do you want me to call it? No. I'll just keep looking quietly. <laughs> well, quiet until I have to move and then you hear all of my body go. <laughs> um, and the third one. I get his decision, but it means... Basically, the third movie ends with OG, OG Spider-Man. Like, we're starting at the beginning comic book story, OG Spider-Man. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we basically started up leading up to that point. When he's super broke, figuring everything out by himself, Spider-Man. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because MJ, he made a decision. I still wanted him to show up in Multiverse Madness and be like... What the hell, Strange? You said this would fix everything. Turns out the universe is still breaking. Crocs. Um, this is supposed to be full of toys. This is, in fact, full of shoes. I don't know how your brain works. This wasn't me! <gasps> oh, it was 1.0. There you go. Hey, at least he was putting... The other one with ADHD <laughs> in the house. Hey, to his little brain, I need to put these all in one place. This makes sense. <laughs> we have a shoe rack! I just know. his shoes. And his brother's shoes. Yeah, so he went our shoes in here. Mom and dad's shoes over there. No, I love him. I love that humans are just like, I need a job to do. I make up a job to do. I did the job. Mm-hmm. I did the thing. I just love that humans have always been humans. I love it, but I'm also like really saddened by it. I know. It's like comforting, but also like, really? Like, come on. We haven't gotten any better? I think in like the whole of human history, there's only 70 of years where the entire world's at peace. I don't think world peace is possible, personally. No, it's not. But I do think that there is a way to reduce conflicts Mm -hmm. so that it's less awful on everyone. Mm -hmm. But then alternately, like, we've hit the... We've passed the upper threshold of how many humans should exist on this planet at once. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and our generation is making sure that that human population is in decline. The only problem with that is we are not set up as a post-growth economy. We are only a growth economy. And if we are not continuously growing, we are declining because no one has set us up to su- for success. Mm-hmm. Have you seen videos of the UK airports? And mm-hmm. how there's like no workers, so all the baggages are just lying around. No. The Ooh. last airport thing I saw was apparently there are, like, smaller airports that don't have air traffic control between, like, listen, they're only on because they don't have enough people 
Like just that's the way these airports, these smaller airports function. And all of the airline pilots just have to communicate and be like, all right, I'm going now. It's my turn. I was going to be like, how does that even it's not like It's not like Heathrow or like JFK or something. That's it's just true. like it's a smaller like, airport. It's not an international airport where it's like, we need to have yeah. someone in charge of the 700 flights that are coming in today. Mm-hmm. Versus like Moab Airport, which maybe sees four. Yeah, but it's not like a tiny airport where it's just like private planes. Um, just smaller airports like mm-hmm. Aspen, Colorado, mm-hmm. I think is one they mentioned. But I mean like the whole world went into lockdown. People went, oh, I don't make enough money to get treated this way. I'm going to look for a better job. And oh, you pay me too little to do all this work. I'm going to look for a better job. So we don't Utah's have... Utah's unemployment rate is so small right now. It's ridiculous. We don't have a worker shortage. We have a wage shortage. Yes. Because people were like, you know what? I am worth more than my time. I am literally going to be asking for a $2 raise come my review. Do it. And uh, no, I can justify mm-hmm. it by mm-hmm. about six different ways. And if they say no, then I'm getting a new job. They probably shouldn't say no because I know so much about our stuff. And you did say you turned your what, was it, three-person job into one-person? It, two? Two, it was getting into a two-person job. And I turned it back into a one-person job. So what I loved about my last job, my two jobs ago why are there socks in that (laughs) what i learned about my two jobs ago is that i was let go because i wasn't keeping up i mean it was eh, one of the beers like i wasn't upset in the way i was like oh my gosh i have a job but it was a blessing because i could finish school Mm -hmm. and in like four months instead of two years yeah so i could go to full school time 15 credits yo but i didn't have a job so i had all the time to do it yeah (laughs) it was great um, because I had enough in savings that by the time I was out of school, I still had a lot left over. Because God is cool with finances. Woo-hoo. Anyways, um, but when I left, oh, it's under my leg. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> it vibrated at me. <laughs> <laughs> I even shifted around and I didn't feel it. <laughs> Oh my anyway, gosh. when I left that job, they hired three people to do my job. Oh, snap. And I was like, oh, validation. Me. <laughs> I know. I immediately was like, oh, I feel way better about myself. Because he's like, because one of the reasons, like, I'm just not keeping up. And then they hired three people to do mm-hmm. my job. And I was like, <laughs> no wonder I wasn't vindication. keeping up. Vindicated. I'm so, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I swear I'm right. I swear I knew it all. You know, I <laughs> she getting a sleep study done or is it how yeah. she's sleeping no this is so i got a picture from my friend who's on her second part of her sleep study because mm-hmm. her first part came back yes that's so weird i forgot she chopped all her hair off so i just assumed ponytail well she has a a short amount on top that she might have pulled back mm-hmm. but again um, like i'm so used to that with a ponytail i just do mm-hmm. yeah i know mm-hmm. she she's like my sides are too long and so she cleaned it up and didn't realize how sharp her new clippers were <laughs> so it's like real short <laughs> she's like well Dude, I, think about, I, I think about her wedding dress every now and again. It was oh, like magical. So pretty. That subtle gray. Yeah. Blue gray? Or was it, gray? it was just gray. It was just like, it was the, it wasn't so gray that you're like, it doesn't feel wet. It was just the right amount. You're like, ah. Um, if I were to get married again, I wouldn't do a wedding dress, but like, I'd just do a happy like sundress or something. Mm-hmm. Also, it wouldn't be a big thing because mm-hmm. it'd be a second wedding for me. The older I get, the more I'm like, the fewer people, the better. 
So I just wanted all the things, okay? <laughs> I wanted all the money and I needed things for my house. <laughs> True. But I mean, like, I want, like, the wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. Minimum. Minimum. Reception, full on party, guys. Yeah. Like, let's hang out. Let's have fun. Yeah. But, like, Redwood Forest, me and hopefully boyfriend. We'll see, Lord. <laughs> just, I'm still asking. <laughs> um, Redwood Forest, photographer. Like, I want it, and then, like, Efficient mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. and then up up in the air. You have to have parents. two witnesses, though. No, that's why I'm like my parents. <laughs> they have the greatest relationship with his parents, but I want my parents there. Mm-hmm. But you know, your sisters would be pretty sad. My brother um, went to Florida with her parents and my parents, and our family was totally fine with it. Oh, okay. First of all, Hawaii's expensive. Yeah. So we kind of got it. Yeah. And they were very much, they had a really big reception though, like full on mm-hmm. whole thing. And I was like, how long is the same thing? Except, I don't know if I'll ever visit Hawaii though. No. Not until the indigenous is like, yes, come back. Yep. Not, which is probably not going to be for a really long time. Uh, not for a couple of years I've at least. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii, but I'm like, I just, I can't, in good conscience, I can't do it. See, I don't know why everyone wants to go. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's so pretty, it's but like, beautiful. I can go beaches other places. When my mom and dad went there, because most of the people that are on the island are local, the beaches are empty as hell because everybody's at work. Mm. It's basically one of the few places where you can go and no one's ever on the beach in the middle of the day. When mm. everybody gets off work, though. Oh, yeah. Everybody's out there. <laughs> Florida, always busy beaches. Unless you're in the Keys, though. Yeah. It's like, I would like to go back to the Florida Keys. It's just so nice. I I would not go back in July, though. Really like doing Disney cruises because in the Caribbean, Disney owns an island. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny? You always say Caribbean, but when pirates are involved, it's it's the Caribbean. Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) It's Caribbean rum. Speaking of that, I need to buy vanilla. I have rum just underneath my sink, like portioned out waiting for vanilla bean and honestly i need to get that going because my upstairs neighbors deserve a bottle of this oh because you're like thank you for not thank coming you for down not... yelling at me about my children thank you for not ever texting me that my kids are too loud i understand they're so loud and i work on it so hard with them mm-hmm. but you, you can drink up, this you can bake with this were parents yeah yeah so they get it they yeah they're, they're empty nesters um mm-hmm. they get it but i still feel really bad <laughs> like so you're like happy whatever holiday that came up to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I've a couple bottles. I will probably do one for my upstairs neighbor. And I'm thinking about my my next door neighbor, but like he's never home. Mm. So like I'm like, I'm not sure how bad we're bothering you. Cookies. Here's a plate of cookies. <laughs> Hi Luke, thanks for being a nice human. <laughs> he will. He has had to save me. That's what he does. A plate not for dealing with the children, for having to save you. I think, well, for being a so what neighbor. had happened is I had, like, unlocked the door, got my boys in, and then shut the door. But my keys were in the door. Mm. And it, like, has my wallet on it and all my keys. And Luke apparently, like, because he got home, like, 11 or something, and I didn't I didn't hear it. I must have been asleep. And so he took the keys. I, I, I assume he made sure my door was locked. He took the keys, and then he came back the next day and, like, dropped it off with Avery. And I was like, I didn't even know those were missing. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, they weren't in my visible range, therefore they don't exist. Well, like, literally, I there's a reason that my keys hang. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a, that was a system spot. we set up when we got married 
because like I have to know where my keys are. Mm-hmm. And then when I lost my wallet before going to Alaska, I got a little um, thread wallet. Thread wallet. And so it lives on my keys. And so I have my keys.